Hoppaisje bij tabelle, wie glikkelijk wel hier zijn. Als Babi wit hoog maar wabelle, in een wit zander man. Het hiederidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderidderid
by the time I was about not quite 17, my mother belonged to an organization, and they were running a big dance. And she asked me if I could sell a few tickets. So I said, well, maybe I can sell a couple of tickets to McCoy. So he bought some tickets, and I went, and my girlfriend Frida went. And uh, that's the first time my mother took a look at him. She comes home that night, and she says to my father, I heard her, the Weisschleimer at Bella Boss. It is a zoishain ech what's a kentha limenim. Which means, you know, Solomon, Bell has a boss that's so handsome and so good looking, I could fall in love with him. So Papa said, Well, that's it. <laughs> you better get her home quick because I don't want her to marry a shagitz. But I talked him out of that, and I went on working until he went to war. While he was in service, a woman came into my office, and she says, Oh, Miss Demner, guess what happened to Mr. McCoy? He's a casualty. Oh, I says, No, it can't be. Oh, yes, go on next door and get a paper. You'll see it. Well, I went next door. I bought a paper. But I could not get myself to open it. I was really sure that she was right, and I was afraid to open that paper. Well, it, it got near time to go home, and I said, well, I'd better take a look. And imagine my relief when I opened it. It was a McCoy, but it wasn't Bernie McCoy. So I was happy. Gotta get up, you gotta get up, you gotta get up this morning. Someday I'm gonna murder the bugler. Someday you're gonna find him dead. I'm gonna amputate his reveille and step upon it heavily. Spend the rest of my life in bed. And then I'll get the other pup, the one that wakes the bugler up, and spend the rest of my life in jail. Then this is how the romance started. He was lonesome. He was out there. He got shrapnel in his leg, and he was in the hospital. And he started writing me love letters. Before you know it, I got 52 love letters. And I was slipping, you know. But I always felt that I wouldn't marry a Gentile. I wouldn't want to hurt my parents. They are so good, they're so sweet, and they're so religious. My father, he was so genuine. He, he believed every word in the Bible, and everything was done by God, and you don't do a, make a move without God. He never was afraid to die. He was always ready to meet his maker because he felt he lived right, he did the right things, and he's going up there. <laughs> Oi chavala, oi chavala, ich bin mischigefadir. After he went to service, he found out that I was the one he wanted. 
And so that's why he wrote me all those letters. And the reason he told me that he wasn't killed is because he carried my picture close to his heart. <laughs> this was a secret. I never told my parents any of my feelings, and it was very hard on me, very hard. And in my mind, I always thought and discouraged him that we won't get married because I cannot hurt my parents. So I don't know whether he said it or I said it. Something came up about conversion. And so I said, well, do you think that I have a leg to stand on if I tell them that I'm in love with you and that you would convert? He says, by all means, you do. Then he had a family by the name of Johnson who were Jewish people. She couldn't even hardly talk without an accent, but she was crazy about Bert. She had five daughters, and she said to him one time, Mr. McCoy, she said to him, you don't have to think about converting. You can have any one of my daughters. We'll be happy to have you in the family. But he just wanted Beckela. <laughs> Skinny little thing. I was I weighed about a hundred and seventeen pounds, all soaking wet, and I really never thought that I was any beauty. Well, he took me to New York, and we went to the Palais Joy, which was a beautiful place, and we didn't get home till about eleven o'clock. My mother, I told her I'd be at Idy Johnson's house, so she. As a true mother, she says, look, Belle, or Becky, she called me, what's going on here? There's something going on. Look, I'm, I'm your mother. You can tell me no matter how bad it is, whatever trouble you're in, you can tell me. I said, you really want to know? She said, yes. I says, well, I'm in love with McCoy. Oh, Schleim at the hairst. Do you hear? Belle is in love with McCoy. Oh, stop the job right away. She's not going back to work anymore. They were very, very upset. My mother cried. I cried. My father cried. How I got into a fix like that? Well, I told them that he told me that if I would marry him, he would convert. Yeah, he told you. You believe that? We don't believe it. Well, I said, look, you can talk to him, and, you, and I'll make it an appointment for you to talk to him, and you see. No, my father wanted no part of that. That can't be, and it won't be. But my dear sweet mother, she said, I, I practically feel, I really feel like crying. She said, look, Shalima, why don't we go and consult Ralph Mendelssohn? And that was a saint, because any other rabbi would have said, no, we don't need it, we don't want it, it's a tough job to do. He says to them, it's an honor to have a convert, but don't worry yourself. I'll do everything I can to discourage him. But if he still wants to study and wants to ask his parents for permission, 
and then goes through with all the teachings, then that's all right. My father agreed to that. Then I came back to Bernie and I said, this is the story, and he agreed to it. He went to see his mother, and his mother was so sweet, she said, she says, Bernie, I don't mind you marrying a Jewish girl, but she says, do you have to give up your religion? And of course he paid no attention to that. Now, the story isn't quite finished. Here's a man, 28 years old, and he was not circumcised. Could never be a Jew or get married in the Jewish tradition if if he's not circumcised. He agreed to go through with that too. And that foolish I say foolish man, he didn't even take an anesthetic at that age to suffer. My father said the blood that he lost and what he went through, he said, if he murdered somebody, he would forgive him. It, it was, it was just, to me, in a way, it was very tragic. But he, he, did, he went through it cheerfully, fine, and, and then we set the wedding for, I think it was May 6, 1920. <laughs> The terum call you see in the row, I don't know them. The ace not so, the hetzel call. As I'm a lechemon, the crow, I don't know them. My father had two brothers that I know. Mutya, I think they said, had about eight or nine children. When I got married and he found out that I married a convert, of course, to him it wasn't a cumber, to him it was a shagus. With all he went through, Bert, he was a shagus. And he said to my father, I am going home and I'm going to sit seven days Shiva and she's no longer my niece. Shiva means mourning, a mourning period for the deceased. But my parents weren't upset about it because they knew he was a very mean character. When we got married, I kept a kosher home. I wanted my parents to be able to come and eat at my house. But, you know, Bernie, not having been brought up that way, he would mix the dairy with the, the milchik, with the fleshiks, the dairy with the meat. And uh, when my parents came to my house, all they would have is, uh, like, coffee and cake or cucumbers and a vegetable or something like that, but they would not eat a meal. They were really a very, very orthodox family. And it was very hard for them to accept even a converted Jew. But things change. You can't keep up all those customs all the time. So we had to leave it go that way. Uh, la, 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 la. La 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 la, in kelo heinu, in kadonenu, 
Ain't come okay, no, ain't come she ain't no. You did get Christmas presents, but it never was really done in the, you know, with a Christ or a Madonna or something like that. My children always knew that they were Jewish. And he honored that too. He, he didn't stop me to have the boys bar mitzvah. In fact, he went to the bar mitzvahs. He didn't really act as though he was a genuine. I think, I think he made a lot of sacrifices. I really do. He would visit a Catholic church, but he wasn't a member of any. I never got literature. He wasn't accepted. He didn't go and, and say, Father, forgive me for changing my religion. He didn't do anything formal. As far as I'm concerned, he, was, he lived and died a Jew. And I like to keep it that way. We were married one day short of 50 years when Grandpa died, when Bert died. I was getting tributes from people for our 50th wedding anniversary, and a day or two later, I was getting condolence cards. It was pretty sad. My dear Bernie, you departed, and you left me broken-hearted. After 50 years together of happiness and strife, oh, how I long for your embrace, to gaze upon your handsome face, to talk with you and walk with you, but that can never be. Though you were not demonstrative, your children were your goal to live to love and to protect them in your life. And after death, you have gained immortality, and in our hearts will always be remembered with fond memories forever and a day. Nobody helped me with that. I did that every, I don't know how I thought of the words, even to six months afterward, when that television came on and something was happy, I cried. Instead of laughing, I was crying. So uh, I guess the romance did last pretty good. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. So in this dream, I'm in a little boat. I'm sailing along this little boat, and he's on the shore. And he doesn't come to me. He doesn't talk to me. 
but I saw him standing there, so gorgeous and handsome looking, and I said to him, you're always somewhere else when I need you, because I'm in this water. I don't know where I'm sailing. So I figured also, he's maybe in this beautiful heaven, and maybe he did come to get me, but I'm out in the water, so I can't go with him. So I'm still on this earth. 